<laughs> Once again, I forgot the intro because I don't have it saved on my computer and my computer is a piece of shit. But without the intro, I guess you can know what's going on. It's me. Your boy. What is up, everybody? This is TJ from Just Plain Filthy, and welcome to the Just Plain Filthy podcast. We have one hell of a show for you today. I know I say that most of the time, but uh, I really think so this time. Some real good conversations. Mostly just me talking to myself, and hopefully you guys can vibe with that. But yeah, it's going to be a fun one. Lots of shit happened in the world of wrestling. We're talking about the worst songs ever written. We have a compiled list that you guys have submitted, and I have my own take at the end of it. I'm going to play a clip of what I believe is one of the worst songs ever written. Uh, on the flip side of that, some of the admins have what they think are some of the best songs ever written, which will really show our age. Really will. On top of that, we have brand new music by my boy Obi-Wan. And it's a doozy. So let's fucking go, boy. Now, I wanted to talk about pro wrestling news, but before we get into any of the other ones, this one has to be first. Because it's such a big, important thing. And if I somehow forget it, which I probably would find a way to do that because I'm an asshole, I would feel like the biggest piece of shit that I could have ever imagined. Pro wrestling legend and two-time WWE Hall of Famer Scott Hall passed away a few days ago. Uh, Scott Hall's name was synonymous with WCW and his gimmick Razor Ramon was one of the biggest names to ever grace WWF, WWE. Um, without Scott Hall, we wouldn't have so many things. We wouldn't have so many of the wrestlers that you see nowadays. We wouldn't have things like the Bullet Club or Chaos or any things in New Japan. The faction was really brought to light uh, because of NWO and Scott Hall being one of the figureheads of NWO, one of the main faces alongside Kevin Nash and Hulk Hogan. Uh, we probably wouldn't have a lot of what we see nowadays in pro wrestling. It is a very, very big loss. A lot of my friends are extremely sad. I'm sad, but I'm sad without having him as a prominent thing in my childhood. So it's not the same level of sad as a lot of my friends are because I got into wrestling like late 98 and that was kind of like the tail end of Scott Hall being like prominent in wrestling. I can't imagine those people who like watched him come up, form NWO, do all this stuff, have a very prominent memory of him in WWF as Razor Ramon, all that stuff. I can't imagine the sadness that they were facing uh, over the last couple of days. So rest in peace, Scott. Uh, my condolences to your family. All the fans and stuff listening or that might get word of this. Sorry. It's very, very hard. But uh, I guess his his son, Cody, who has been taking some time off and training and doing all this other stuff, is uh, actually looking to get back into business and fill the boots of his old men. 
So that's a very, very large set of boots to fill. A very, very important man. I'm glad that you're up for the challenge. That's going to be one, one rough task. But all the support in the world to Cody Hall. You were in New Japan for a hot minute. You were in the Indies for a hot minute. I believe that you can get back to it. And fucking kill it. And keep that Hall name and that bloody drip fucking attire that goes so goddamn hard. And keep that look. Keep that flair. Keep that fucking name going, dude. I think you can do it. But on a brighter note, one of the things that I don't think anybody would have thought was going to happen. I mean, unless you've been watching WWE for the last month or so and you've been seeing all these videos and stuff and you kind of got the hints if you would have told me months ago that stone cold steve austin would be coming back to wrestle in a match in wwe i would not have believed you and if you would have told me he was going to face off against a man like kevin owens i would have probably laughed I would be like, okay, maybe he's just coming to reclaim the stunner or something. Maybe. But they're making this a legit thing. Kevin Owens went out, just ran down Texas for a few weeks, just talking shit about Texans. And rightfully so. Texas fucking sucks. Only thing cool about Texas is the wrestling scene. Everything else, hot, cringy-ass garbage full of shitty people. But he was like, eh, fuck Texas. This is dumb. This is dumb. Y'all are all weenies. I'm paraphrasing, of course. And they challenged Stone Cold. I don't I don't remember if he called him out by name or just said Rattlesnake or something like that. But like the following day, a video came out. And it was like a desert. And a four-wheeler kind of quad just like plowing through the sand going fast as fuck it just turns slightly and stops and you see a pair of boots walking and zooms up to some jeans and then he's got like a camo jacket on and he's like you lousy son of a bitch or whatever and then he's just he's like all this time i've been thinking about coming back i left and now i'm coming back kevin owens i'ma kick your sorry ass you lousy son of a bitch and then that's the bottom line because stone cold said so and i was like oh this is officially happening And now it's being marketed. I had no, no need, no want, no nothing to watch WrestleMania. But my wife really wants to see this match. And you know how it goes. If your wife wants to do something and you have the means to do it, you're doing it. So, guess I'm watching WrestleMania begrudgingly. Or maybe I won't. Maybe I'll be lucky and I'll have to work. We'll we'll find that out as we get closer. Um, another thing that's fucking dope, uh, Stone Cold came back, yeah, but also another very prominent name in wrestling came back, and he came back to All Elite Wrestling, and not just one name, two names. We all saw Jeff Hardy just kind of up and leave, and leave WWE, leave a whole bunch of questions, they're trying to get him to rehab and he's just like fuck rehab i don't need rehab i want to spend time with my family i hate this shit and then he left and there was rumors he might sign with aew he was on this small little podcast 
And I say small, I mean like significantly bigger than this because we get like 10 listeners. And he was like, yeah, I signed with All Elite Wrestling. And he just broke the news. And that was the only podcast that he did. The only one was like 200 listeners a month. And now everyone's like, okay, maybe he's just doing this to help get some ratings or something. I'll believe it when I see it. And he showed up. He showed up on Dynamite. And that was sick. His brother was getting his ass kicked. And he was like pulling a baby. He was like, I do my little dance, dance. Do my little dancey dance. Came down, busted that move, then jumped in the ring and everybody scattered. It was like, I hate to see that, but I love to see him. Love to see him doing his shit. I don't know why the fuck they had to play the music. They had to have him do his old little entrance, come out, all that shit. Just, just run out and beat people up. That would have been an even bigger surprise. Similar to how William Regal, with no music, nothing, came out at the end of Moxley versus Danielson and just strolled down the ring. It was like, no, you're not fighting. And then slapped them both in the mouth. And they're both like, I'm going to kick your ass, old man. And he was like, you ain't going to do shit, twat. And they all shook hands. And now they're a happy family recruiting people. Dude, AEW has been fucking killing it. Over the last couple weeks. You got Jeff Hardy. You got William Regal. You have the women's division slowly shaping itself into something good. After like two years of being hot garbage. You got the TNT Championship stuff. Scorpio Sky gets that. He has held two different champions so far. Championships so far, sorry. Uh, Then you have Adam Page, who's been putting on classic after classic since winning that fucking title. Wardlow and MJF are holding one hell of a story. It's only getting better. And the faction storyline between... Uh, Danielson between Moxley between Regal and now potentially Wheeler Utah shit's bonkers bro it's fucking insane only thing I think that's more entertaining than all that is the entertainers themselves and that is the Jericho appreciation society Oh my god, everyone's talking shit, but this is the most Jericho thing that Jericho could have done. All the people bitching and complaining probably haven't seen him in WCW. That's guaranteed. Because he puts himself over like a motherfucker. He's a swarmy little ratty ass heel surrounding himself with good people. Just being a complete cunt. And it's so... Fun. And now he's trademarking that he is an influencer and his group is a bunch of sports entertainers. They are not pro wrestlers. They are sports entertainers, which was cool. I liked that because you know, Mega Heel done really well. Genius move. The thing that hurt me and it hurt me down to my fucking essence was seeing Daniel Garcia and thinking he's not going to go with this when he picked up the microphone and said, yeah, well, if you guys are going to be sports entertainers, I'm like, come on, tell them off, tell them off, leave. Come on, leave. Then I guess I'm one, too. Cheeky little smile. No! No! Daniel Garcia, baby, what is you doing? What is you doing, baby? No! 
You are one of the best pro wrestlers of the last, like, fucking ten years. Don't do this. But I guess there's a little bit, there's a little bit of hope in me that they recruit him for that uh, Moxley-Danielson faction. They're just going to pick away from different factions and get the best wrestlers of all time. And maybe we're moving all of them to Ring of Honor. And that's going to be the core of Ring of Honor. It only makes sense, especially that TK now bought Ring of Honor. Get the best wrestlers and put them on Ring of Honor. I'm just excited for the future of wrestling. Literally every single thing has been good. New Japan. Been hearing that's fucking great. I'm going to have to check that out after I drop the podcast. Uh, Impact. Been doing very, very well. Especially with their Ring of Honor team. Uh, Honor No More, I think it's called. They're doing really good shit over there. Indies. Killing it. All Elite Wrestling. Killing it. WWE is a thing fucking mexico they putting on lucha libre matches and coming over to the united states and doing shit with gcw everything is bananas bro uh it's like 2020 and 2021 were like really well booked out all year and then 2022 is just like hold my beer dude i'll show you how it's done First two months of the year, outdo everything that those two years have done. And now it's just showing off. Now it's just extra credit. <laughs> uh, I'm so fucking happy to be a wrestling fan right now. But uh, let, let's move on to the main topic at hand tonight. No, no, no. Okay, okay. Now, now hold on a fucking minute. I was just about to end this segment for wrestling. And I get a notification on my phone and one of my friends sends me a picture from Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor, the event that's happening in April. And I cannot not plug this fucking event because the match that just dropped is what we've all been waiting for. So let me just run down this real quick and then we can go into the other shit. So Ring of Honor is doing Supercard of Honor April 1st, 2022, Curtis Colwell Center, Okay. On this event, the matches that have been announced is Alex Zane versus Shane Swerve Strickland. Great match, right? Wait, there's more. Then we have Jonathan Gresham versus Bandito to determine who the real Ring of Honor world champion is. And that's going to be fucking insane. But wait... The creme de la creme is here. The match we've all been waiting for. As of today, the Briscoe brothers are going to go into war with FTR. The match that we've wanted to see in AEW, on GCW, literally any place that would hook it up. Ring of Honor's first event back. It's going down. The fucking FTR versus the Briscoes. I don't know if the titles are on the line. I don't know about shit. But this match is happening. So three great matches that are going to be going down. Also, we have a couple people that have been announced. I don't know if they're on matches yet. But Joe Hendry is coming back. Joe Hendry makes things better. We all know this. 
and Ninja Mac, or as GCW goes, Ninja Fuck Mac. So that's that's gonna get my money. That that's a Friday. I'm off Fridays. That's gonna get my money, guaranteed. Now we are on to the next one. Okay, so days ago, like nearly a week ago, I went on our Facebook page, Just Plain Filthy, the group. And I put up a poll and I asked you, what are the worst songs ever written? Now, think about this however you want. Is it Does it just sound bad? Are the lyrics shit? Do you not like the people that put it out so you're biased against it? I don't give a fuck what your justification is, but what do you think is the worst song ever written? And I compiled a list that were given to us through Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, our personal Facebooks, and right on through that group. People who submitted their their songs right there in that group. And we have a lot of songs. So let's get through them and try to see who is the worst song. Some people voted on them. Some people just put theirs in there. A lot of songs, not a lot of votes. So I'm just going to run through it and then give you what I think is the worst song of all time. Now I'm going to work from the bottom of the list all the way to the top. So the ones that were just merely submitted that nobody voted on versus the ones that everybody thought sucked. Coming in at the bottom, I just died in your arms tonight by cutting crew. I think <laughs> I I just died in your arms tonight. <laughs> Me and my sister used to have one. I was like, I just farted in your arms tonight. Must have been something I ate. And we thought it was the fucking hilarious. We thought it was so fucking funny. Um after that is Lift Yourself by Kanye West. I don't even think I know that song. I know like maybe four Kanye songs. Uh, we have Anything by Weezer, <laughs> followed by Anything Maroon 5 does. Wow, you guys are very vague because you really just hate those bands altogether. Um, then we have Follow Me by Uncle Cracker. That is that is a fucking terrible song. Um, Addicted by Saving Abel. I don't even think I know that song, but yeah. Um, Zoe said Viva La Vida by Coldplay and two other people agreed. I guess it sucks. Uh, I put in there originally, It's My Life by Bon Jovi. My my response should have just been anything by Bon Jovi because I hate that band, but that doesn't exactly mean it's the worst song ever. I just fucking hate Bon Jovi. Um, then we have Gucci Gang by Lil Pump. It's catchy, but it is terrible. Uh, my friend Matt submitted Shiny Happy People Holding Hands by R.E.M. And two other people agreed with him. They don't like R.E.M. songs. Uh, then we have Selfie by Chainsmokers. That is a mad annoying song. That's the song that blasts whenever white chicks do cocaine in the bathroom. Uh... Then we have Crazy Bitch by Buck Cherry with seven votes. It's up there. That is a shitty song. Um, the cover of Bad Company by Five Finger Death Punch. That is one of the most cringiest covers ever. Mostly because that video of like the dude with like the Joker hat and like the grill and the 
just the shitty tattoos and all that stuff just lip syncing it in his kitchen that's the most cringiest fucking internet video i've ever seen in my life um but the one that topped the top of the list is hey soul sister by train (laughs) ah and they didn't even say train taylor chadwick you fucked up you said trudgeon you put a j instead of an i what did you think that train is going to see that you're talking shit about them and come after you huh you're too much of a pussy to put to put an i instead of a j damn now that that song is terrible what i don't remember what song it is but they have like hefty bag of home fries and it's like i'm just a cool guy looking for some two ply and i'm like what the fuck is this song about everything that's not drops of jupiter by train that is from train is hot garbage and deserves to be on this list but i have one that trumps the whole fucking list this is a terrible ass song are you ready The lead singer's name is Devil Daddy, and he used to be in Five Finger Death Punch. Isn't this terrible? It's from a band called Psycho Spinner. It's called Rebels of the Underground. This is hot garbage. That's worth any copyright strike I could get, because that shit was hot garbage, and they need to be called out for their bullshit. That is Psycho Center, in case you didn't hear me over the music. Uh, the song is called Rebels of the Underground. Lead singer used to be in Five Finger Death Punch, but he left because of creative differences, and he wanted to start his own band. So he put on a devil's mask and horn prosthetics and surrounded him people that put like masks on as well similar to ghost and he calls himself devil daddy and they make songs like that that is just the shittiest song that i could have ever heard and i really just needed you to hear that so if you ever thought your music was bad or your friend's music is bad just remember it could always be psycho center and i mean we're talking about some of the worst songs out there but i want to I want to go on the opposite side of things. That was a negative thing, but there's there's some badass songs that we definitely need to talk about. So I'm going to switch it up, and we're going to talk about what are some of the best songs ever written. But before I do that, before I reach that in the plug session, I want to drop my friend's new song, Red Light, Green Light. This is Obi-Wan, and this song is definitely a great one. Y'all already know what the vibes, man. We got B-Rock, King Breeze, man. Y'all already know the man. Ha! Let's get it. Red light, green light. A nigga tee off when the fee's right. Red light, green light. Wrong move, boy, you can be your life. My words spitting out like lead, and they coming for your head. I don't play any games when it comes to keeping my people fed. If you don't show me that green, then a nigga seeing red. Be rocking Nikes on my feet because a nigga chasing checks, and I ain't slowing up. In fact, when I rap, I get savage while they average. Grew past it, being a habit, and dirt so much damage. But I still remain intact, it's because I'm no longer passive. More so combative, attacking goals no matter how massive. Started late, but I'm on the ass. 
Towards the stars is where I aim Picked up some scars along the way I've seen love and I've seen hate I gave trust and been betrayed Through the way I give my all with every step I take Blunt in hand Contemplating all the right moves to make Bitch Red light Green light A nigga tease off when the feet's right Red light Green light Wrong move boy it could be your life Red light Green light Red light Green light Red light In the rain before I made it big Been okay. through the pain I had to save so I can change the bed I need my chicken with my biscuits and a plate of ribs I'm from the trenches, shit ridiculous like a plate of mints I'm on a mission, getting bitches on my way to Liz To hear this principle that I mentioned, I don't play the grid They still living that same life, like shit get played out Your boy can't get caught with the same wife Bands try your status, don't get caught in the daylight Or you can catch the ratchet or get hit with the blade light Nigga, I made life, you can't say that you living Because your nigga still pay Paying the same price And all these niggas is bitches And this shit is suspicion I got the vision Y'all gon' die in the same flight Uh-huh Red light Green light A nigga tease off when the feet's right Red light Green light Wrong move, boy, it could be your life Red light Green light Red light Green light Red light Green light Wrong move, boy, it could be your life Red light Three, when you see me, I get broke with the pick motion on repeat. And I don't fuck with no point guard, no CP. Me and Breeze and Rockets, and that's a big three. Another body coming in, dog to six feet. And if my team get a venture, that's a big fleet. Warships, tanks, and airships, my team deep. I better not catch you moving. Go from red light to suicide when I'm shooting. Uh, fuck a two hand touch, come in, fill this mag. And I'll tax a laser since we play a tag. Pick a boo. Don't let me see you. Hit the working for the boss. Tuck, tuck, goose. I crew up playing knockout. Rearrange your tooth. And nothing but squid games when I hit the booth. Red light. Green light. My nigga tease off when the fees light. Red light. Green light. Wrong move, boy. It will be your life. Fuck you talking about. And we are back. That fucking song, the chorus, is so catchy. I'm going to have to listen to it like five more times to get the verses down, but like that song goes hard. I fucking love it. A little birdie told me though that uh, some point down the line there's going to be a remix and uh, a certain rapper from Nashua, New Hampshire by the name of Kill Murray might just be on it. Obi. Obi is the one. He's the little birdie. He's the one that told me. Um, and I'm excited. Just got a lot of work to do and a lot of other things because I can officially announce... As of this morning, I own 100% of the instrumentals, beats, stems, and everything coming up for my next couple projects. And it's some of my best work, I feel. I know bands say that all the time, but I'm extremely excited. Changing up my style, getting away from the whole politic thing, showing a little bit more of myself... And then also being able to do whatever the fuck I want with the beats sounds pretty dope to me, and I'm excited. Don't have any dates set in stone yet, but it's out there now, and I feel better. Moving on to the next part, best songs ever written. Now, 
of course you can argue like, oh, anything by Queen is pretty damn good. Led Zeppelin fucking slaps. Kiss is great. Yeah, they're all very good. But these are like our personal favorite ones. Not just like ones that like we think like the Billboard Top 100s or like music magazines or AP or anything like that say. These are our personal opinions on what we think are the best songs ever. And uh, there's some pretty good ones. So I'm going to go Casey, because Casey's normally on the podcast, but not today, um, said Famous Last Words by My Chemical Romance, which is really good. Uh, Engine 45, The Ghost Inside. That's not bad. I'm not too big of a Ghost Inside fan, but that is a solid song. And The Faint of Heart by Coheed and Cambria. That's that's fucking sweet. All valid picks. Uh, Devin said, Wake Up by Coheed. We're all very big Coheed fans. Um, Shadow Moses by Bring Me the Horizon, which is probably the perfect metalcore song, I can say. Um, Take It Off by The Donnas. And Ch- Check It Out by Beastie Boys. Okay, fair. Uh, I don't exactly agree with Beastie Boys, but hey, that that's not my opinion. So, fuck it. What do I know? And me personally, I said that I think Hurricane by Thrice, also Hurricane by Dayseeker, it's a very, very good cover. Almost as good as the original. Um, Wordless Chorus by My Morning Jacket and Poison Oak by Bright Eyes are the best songs that I think have ever been written. In April 7th, I'm going to the new Roadrunner venue in Boston to see Bright Eyes, and the moment that they play Poison Oak, I'm going to be a very loud and emotional fan. Guaranteed. Um, but that seems to be all we have on the block for tonight. Uh, of course, plugs and all that shit. Uh, you have this podcast every other Friday, but on the alternate Friday, catch me right here talking about independent wrestling for the Indie Movement Podcast. Usually about a half an hour or so, we run down shows that we've watched, we give some news and updates, and we run down some shows that are going to happen in the very near future. It's very fun, it's very informative, maybe you'll learn some things, maybe you'll get hyped about shows, maybe you'll find your new favorite professional wrestler. Check that out if wrestling is your thing. We are also on TikTok officially. No more at bands that slap. It is now at just plain filthy podcast. Uh, all one word, of course, because the handle uh, where we do news. We put bands. We ask questions. All that good shit. We are on Twitter and Instagram at JPF podcast and on Facebook. We don't have a Facebook page anymore. We do have a group. And it is Just Plain Filthy, the group. So thank you for checking this out. Thank you for jamming with us. Thank you for listening to me spiel about wrestling. Go on long tangents, talk forever by myself with no music in the background. I know it's an arduous task, I know. But I appreciate your support. Have a good night.